Ethel Barrymore, Girl Actress by Shirley Petkin Newman Illustrated by Al Fiorentino Chapter 14 Princess of the Footlights Ethel appeared on the stage when she was only 14, but she had a long way to go before she became a star. For many years, she played bit parts or small roles. When she had no part in a play, she spent hours at the theater watching other actors perform. Thus, she learned more about acting by watching them. When she was 18, she went to England. Still, her parts were small, Often, she was only the understudy. She would have a chance to perform only if another actress became ill. When she returned to America, she went to see Charles Froman, a famous producer. She hoped to get a part in one of his plays. Well, Ethel, Mr. Froman said, I am working on a new play, and one of the leading parts is still open. Ethel leaned forward, her eyes sparkling. But you are young and inexperienced, Mr. Froman continued, and it's a hard part to play. It calls for someone who can make the audience laugh and cry almost at the same time. I think I can do that, sir. It calls for dancing, too. Have you ever danced on the stage? No, Ethel admitted. Then she tapped her toes on the floor. If you give me a chance, I'll learn to dance she promised. Mr. Froman drew his brows together as if he were thinking hard. Then he handed her the script. All right, young lady, he said with a smile. We shall try you out. By the time the play opened in Philadelphia, Ethel had memorized her lines and learned how to dance. Still, she was nervous. When she came on the stage, she looked out over the audience and took a breath. Her mouth felt dry. Her voice was shaky. Speak up, Ethel! A man's voice called from the gallery. We knew your grandmother. All you Drews are good actors. Ethel bowed and started to speak. The audience expected her to live up to her family's traditions of fine acting. She couldn't disappoint them. After a run in Philadelphia, the play opened in New York. On the first night in New York, the audience applauded loudly when the curtain came down. Bravo, Ethel Barrymore, the people shouted. Bravo, bravo. The critics, who wrote about the plays and the actors for newspapers and magazines, praised Ethel's performance, too. One of them called her the newest princess of the footlights. About a month later, Ethel was walking to the theater from her boarding house for the evening performance. As she turned the corner, she thought the lights on the front of the theater looked different. For a moment, she couldn't figure out why. She stopped and glanced up at them again. Then she saw the reason. Ethel Barrymore was spelled out in lights on the theater marquee. She brushed away a happy tear and rushed into Mr. Froman's office. Thank you, she said to the producer. Thank you, thank you. Mr. Froman smiled 
and stepped to the window. He pulled up the shade and pointed at the lines of people outside. They were waiting to get into the theater to see Ethel. When she saw them, she smiled through her tears. I didn't put your name up in lights, he said. They did. Ethel watched a little longer. I shall try never to let them down, she said softly. Girls all over the country started to imitate the way Ethel walked, talked, and wore her hair. Once, she made up a line which is still famous. It was during a rehearsal of a play called Sunday. Ethel was on stage, reading a letter aloud. She paused suddenly. Go on, Sunday, said the actress who was taking the part of her aunt. According to the script, Ethel was supposed to run off the stage without answering. It seems so rude to do that, she said to Mr. Froman, who was sitting in the first row. What would you like to say, he asked. Well, perhaps something like, that's all there is, there isn't any more. Mr. Froman raised his eyebrow. However, he agreed to the change. Ethel's line was added to the play, and has been quoted ever since. Ethel continued to work hard. She learned her craft well. She played many different roles, from Juliet, a 14-year-old girl, to a 100-year-old grandmother. She always gave her very best in every part she played. She was supposed to die in a play called Lady of the Camellias. She died so well, people used to see the play over and over, just to see her die again. Even when she was a shy young girl, playing bit parts for very little money, she made friends wherever she happened to be. When she was asked how she came to know so many people, she answered, I haven't the faintest idea. All of a sudden, the people I met were my friends. In those early days, she could not afford to buy clothes, so she had to make them. Fortunately, she had been taught to sew at the convent, and she could make the clothes she needed, even for the parts in the theater. When she was in England, she was invited to spend her holidays at the country homes or the London residences of dukes, ambassadors, and other well-known people. At these house parties, she met famous writers, members of parliament, actors, and musicians. In America, she knew equally prominent people. She was attractive and witty, and she had many interests, especially people. Throughout her long career, she became friends with most of the outstanding political figures and performers in all of the arts in England and America. Ethel sometimes had tea with Winston Churchill, the Prime Minister, and she often attended royal balls. She lunched at the White House with Presidents Theodore Roosevelt and Calvin Coolidge. Once, President Woodrow Wilson waited to congratulate her at the theater. Your performance was beautiful, my dear, he said. It was beautiful. 
Ethel married and became the mother of three children. When she was not acting, rehearsing, reading, playing the piano or violin, or taking care of her children, she went to baseball games, boxing, tennis, or polo matches. She always loved sports, just as her father had. We never have to worry about getting the latest scores, as Stagehand once said. We just listen outside Miss Barrymore's dressing room door. Her radio is always tuned to the important sports events. Her brothers Lionel and John became fine actors too, and the three Barrymores were called the Royal Family of the Theater. Once they appeared in a motion picture called Rasputin and the Empress. Ethel became an active member of Actors' Equity, an organization that makes sure actors are treated fairly. Once, she and her brother Lionel appeared at a benefit to raise money for the group. When Ethel gave her services and money to help them, others did too. 